You're listening to Rama for Today Radio. You're working your fingers to the bone, but it's not amounting to anything. You have food, but it's not what you want, and it's not enough. You have clothes, but they're not the kind of clothes you need. You see, what we need to understand is that God, he said here, give careful thought to your ways. Why are we doing some of the things we're doing? Welcome to Rama for Today. Ken Hagen continues his teaching on preparation for the glory of God. Find out more next on Rama for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Ken Hagen for today's message. I want to say something to you. I believe that this is a prophetic picture a part of what's going on with the body of Christ today. People are more interested in themselves than they are the things of God. God is not a priority. You don't have to travel around very much to see that there's really no reverence for God. People are more interested in pursuing prosperity for themselves. Now, I'm going to stop right there. I am not against prosperity. I believe in it. I got on a fairly nice suit. I got on a shirt that's got my initials in it. It's, uh, it was made for me. I had it made over when I was there, went to Rama, Singapore. Got a good deal over there. <laughs> they know how to make good clothes over there. I have a pretty good price on them, too. <laughs> I mean, not like here. I believe in prosperity. But I'm going to say a couple of things that may shock some people and may get some people upset. But I'm going to tell you what. There are some people, they're going overboard on this prosperity message. They're pushing the envelope too far. That's exactly what happened at the end of the healing revival. I saw it with my own eyes. I was there. I saw some of those ministers that had been anointed by the power of God. I saw them get up in, and when the power of God started moving, they get up and take an offering, then go buy them a new Cadillac. We need to be careful. Hey, there's nothing wrong with us living good. There's nothing wrong with us having prosperity. But when we become more interested in our own material benefit than we are some of the things of God, then we're too far over into prosperity. Do you understand where I'm coming from? And I want everybody to understand, I am not in no way, shape, form, or fashion against prosperity because all you got to do is come and see that I like to wear good clothes, I drive a good car, I live in a nice place, I eat good food, and I enjoy life. But I'm going to make a statement to you and you may think it's far-fetched. But if I 
if I had to, and thank God I won't have to, all right? I won't have to. God's not that way. But if I had to, if I've got to choose that or choose God, I'm going to choose God. Because the same God that got me here can get me back there. This can't get me to God. This can't get me in the glory of God and the power and the manifestation of God. Let me understand where I'm coming from. This is something that God has, has laid on my heart to speak, and I'm going to speak it strong. The house of God in that day was referring to the temple. But the house of God today is referring to us. We are the house of God. We are the temple of God. Peter says that. Paul says that. We can read the amplified version of 1 Corinthians 3.16. Do you not discern and understand that you, the whole church at Corinth, are God's temples, his sanctuary, and that God's spirit has its permanent dwelling in you to be at home in you collectively as a church and also individually. When you come together as the church, then you bring the power of God. When you go out individually, you take the power of God with you. You, God is with you. You are it. God doesn't dwell here. I want to tell you what, the most scariest place in the world is at three o'clock in the morning with all the lights out sitting right here in the middle of this auditorium. I'm serious. If you ever had to sleep in the church house like I have many times, you guys ever have to sleep in the church? Man, three o'clock in the morning, there's all kinds of pops and cracks and squeaks and sound like doors opening, all kinds of stuff. Yeah, when dad was traveling, preaching, I used to, you know, I travel with him back in the early days. Then how the hotels like they do now? The traveling preacher stayed in the parsonage. These boys remember that. So all the kids a lot of times have to give up their rooms so the evangelist could stay. Back then, most of the time, the parsonage is right next door to the church. So you just go out and you, you get a cot or a pallet or a, a mattress and throw it on the floor, and that's where you'd sleep. The adults would be over there, the kids sleeping over here in the church. Man, it's a scary place. <laughs> because you see, when the people left, the power of God left. Those facilities are only dedicated to the propagation of the gospel. They're not dedicated to house the power of God. The spirit of God is housed in you. We need to get a hold of this fact. And we need to get a hold of the fact that we need to begin to teach the word. We need to begin to show reverence for the spirit of God in our midst. Man, I remember a time when the Spirit of God would have been to move in prophecy and tongues interpretation. Immediately, people would get quiet and bow their head. Now, people get so rowdy, you can't hear half of the utterance. Come on, Hagin, preach. That's good. I believe I will. Thank you. You want to inspire me? I inspire myself. When you preached in as many places I have and, and started where I started, you learn how to preach whether anybody inspires you or not. 
You see, God tells us there in Haggai 1, 5 through 7, about what's going to happen when you begin to neglect God. Now, this is what the Lord Almighty says. Give careful thought to your ways. Now, this might, this might show you why some people that are quoting the word, some people that are saying, oh, I, I, I'm a faith person, but nothing is happening. This might show you why right here. You've planted much, but you harvested little. You eat, but you never have enough. You drink, but you never have your fill. You put on clothes, but you're not warm. You earn wages only to put them in a purse with holes in it. That's what the Lord God Almighty says. Give careful thought to your ways. See, if he is saying that to us today, he'd say, you're working your fingers to the bone, but it's not amounting to anything. You have food, but it's not what you want, and it's not enough. You have clothes, but they're not the kind of clothes you need. You see, what we need to understand is that God, he said here, give careful thought to your ways. Why are we doing some of the things we're doing? For our benefit? Or for the benefit of the kingdom of God? Why do we want to be seen in church and our job we're doing at the volunteering to do at the church so everybody can know what we're doing? Or are we doing it for God? What's your motive for giving? Are you giving to get or are you giving because God has blessed you? Now I realize that the word of God's going to work for us if we give, but wait a minute. What kind of attitude are you giving with? What's your attitude in giving? I know one guy, he, he came to me, he was so upset. He said, I'm not getting any return on anything I'm giving. I said, why are you giving? Yeah, I'm giving so I can get. I said, you're not going to get anything. Because your motive's wrong. God can't bless wrong motives. Hello? Now, God can bless some people. In, he blessed them in spite of it because they're ignorant of what they're doing. There are other people that are not ignorant of what they're doing. And their motives are all wrong. See, there's some people that come in and, and they come to the meetings. And they got to have a front seat. A lot of times I wish I could go to a meeting where they'd leave me alone. Just let me sit back and enjoy the meeting. You know? I tried to go to a place one time. My wife and I slipped in and they come down and the usher, somebody saw us, the usher come in. Oh, the pastor said, you got to come. I want to walk. I was on vacation. I said, I don't want, I want to sit here. I just want to enjoy the service. I said, I, can't I just be this normal person coming to church for a change without having to be catered to? You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. You can find more resources. Visit us today at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. 
This month's package is Lynette's Bargain Bag. In this bag, you have a CD from Kenneth E. Hagen, The Glory of God. Also, Ken Hagen's book, Man's Impossibility, God's Possibility. Also in the bag are four mini-books. Commanding Power, Is Your Miracle Passing You By? The Prison Door is Open, What Are You Doing Inside? And Unforgiveness. All of these items come in a cloth bag with a faith shield on it. All this for $14.95. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagen. I want to thank all the Word Partners that were with us, that have been with us, many of you for many, many years. And because of you, we are able to continue this broadcast worldwide. I mean, we were just somewhere recently here Mm -hmm. in the States and we had, I had had six people come up to me and say, we watch the television program and it's so, and one of them were giving me a testimony about how God used the television program to help change their life. And you Word Partners, you have a you have a part in this. Yes. And somebody said, Well, how do you become a word partner? Well, you go to Rama.org and slash WPC or just go to Rama.org and you can find the information there. That's right. And you say, Well, what does a word partner do? Well, a word partner is somebody that once a month they send us an offering. Yes. And because of that offering, when they all come in here together, we are able to continue. Tomorrow, more from Ken Hagen on preparation for the glory of God. If you'd like, you can visit our online bookstore at rhema.org for other life-changing resources. Thanks for listening to Rhema for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagen.